I was really lucky to get recruited to row at such a great school at Yale and like I wouldn't have been able to go to that school if it weren't for rowing. I feel like I owe so much to rowing and so much to you know the coaches and everyone there for like giving me the opportunity. Welcome to the other three years, a show for anyone who has an Olympic-sized dream they want to turn into a reality. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Other Three Years podcast. This week, I am going to answer some of our listener Ask Christy Anything questions, and they're kind of like all over the place of a wide array of topics. So I think it'll be fun for people to hear my answers to some different questions. But before we get into those questions, I wanted to share an update on what is currently going on in my training. So I am in Colorado Springs at the Olympic Training Center here with, I think, 36 members of the U.S. rowing team. So we've been here a few days now and we're just kind of getting settled into our first week. The reason that we're here is to train at a high altitude to do some altitude training. So we're not rowing. We're just mostly using the ergs, the indoor rowing machines, and then also doing, you know, lifts and other cardio and core. And um, we also get to get out for some fun like trail runs and hikes and stuff because there's a lot of really fun outdoors places in this area. So the altitude affects you. So you really feel it. I think it affects everybody in different ways. So we kind of ease into the training a little bit, do some shorter workouts, trying to keep our heart rate in the right zone. So maybe your splits are a little bit slower than they normally are. But yeah, I feel like we've been here a few days now. So I'm definitely a little more acclimated than I was when we first got here. But it still like really takes it out of you. You just drink so much more water than you're used to drinking and kind of have to eat more food and just make sure you're really getting a lot of rest and recovery. But it's funny, like also sleep is a little bit weird. There's also a slight time change. So I think it just kind of takes a little bit of time to get acclimated to being at this altitude, but also just in a new training environment. You know, we're living in basically dorm rooms, sharing rooms and that kind of thing, which is awesome. Like it's so fun to see so many different teammates and people I haven't seen in a while and get to train with such a competitive group in this environment, but it does take a little bit of time to get used to everything. So yeah, settling in and getting workouts done, workout by workout and trying to find some fun things to do on the side and enjoy the time because it can get a little monotonous in all the training. So uh, yesterday we actually went out to Garden of the Gods for a run, which was super fun. And it's we're coming into a bit of a cold spell here, so I was really happy to have the the opportunity yesterday when the weather was a little nicer to get out and do that. Hoping for some more nice weather in the next couple of weeks so we can do some hikes and stuff like that. So now it is time for our listener questions. So question one: I'm Alex Colleen. I'm a junior in high school. I'm 17 and I go to Lenox, Lenox High School and I row for them. What made you get into rowing? So I got into rowing. My friend Allison in eighth grade wanted to do a rowing camp and I did it with her. It was a learn to row at CRI and I think it was like two days a week for just a few weeks. So that was the first time I rowed. It was in a barge. It was when CRI in Boston was still out of their ice skating ring. That's how I learned to row. And then the high school that I went to had a rowing team. So when I, then the next year I was a freshman in high school, I joined the Whale and Weston crew team. And that's how I did it. I don't know. I wasn't that good at soccer. So rowing just made sense. 
Um, I'm Reese. I'm from Berkshire County, Great Barrington. I row for Lennox, um, and I just want to know, would you recommend college rowing? Oh my goodness. I couldn't recommend college rowing more. I feel so happy and grateful that I got to row in college. Like, so many of my best memories and best friends and all that stuff were from college rowing. I mean, I was really lucky to get recruited to row at such a great school at Yale and, like, I wouldn't have been able to go to that school if it weren't for rowing. I feel like I owe so much to rowing and so much to, you know, the coaches and everyone there for like giving me the opportunity. But I mean, it's a lot of work, college rowing, especially division one college rowing. I think especially Ivy League division one college rowing because, you know, there isn't quite the amount of, there's so much support, but there's not quite the amount of support that maybe some other teams have. And there's obviously really high academic pressure as well. So it was definitely a lot of work and not every day was super easy. And, you know, I don't think everything went the way that I thought it was going to go at all. But I had such a good time in college and I loved my team. I loved being on a team like that. Like I haven't experienced something like that since then. I probably will never experience a team quite like that. So, yes, I would recommend it (laughs) very much so. My name is Leo. I'm McCartan. Uh, I row for St. Peter's Prep in Jersey City. My question is, what is your favorite cheat day meal on days that you're not, you don't have to be eating well? I would preface with saying that I eat, I mean, I do eat well, but I think that, I don't know, I kind of disagree with like cheat day meals. I think that everything in moderation makes sense. So I like to have dessert. I like to have donuts. I like to have pizza. I don't know. I think that, um, like, what's a donut going to do to you? I don't think it's going to do anything to you. I think it's going to make you happy, which is going to make you go faster because happy rowers are fast rowers. Of course, do I think you should be eating like six donuts every day? Probably not. But, you know, if you can, if your body can handle that, then maybe. My favorite thing, though, maybe is like a nice ice cream sundae. Like sometimes I'm just really craving that and that's just what I need. And oh, so good. So, yeah, donuts or ice cream sundae. Hi, my name is Charlotte, and I row for Saratoga. And I have a question. What's your biggest inspiration? Hmm, that's a challenging question. I'll take a really cheesy answer and just say, like, all of my teammates that I've had over the past, I don't know, 17 years of rowing, I feel like... I've gotten to have so many incredible teammates and like when you're in team boats, you're just doing it for the people that are in your boat with you. So I find a lot of inspiration from my teammates and, you know, watching your teammates like crush erg workouts in the winter is so inspiring. And that's what, you know, I think helps me get through the hard times and same thing on the water, like watching your teammates perform and achieve their goals is so inspiring and so motivating. So I'd say all of the amazing people that I get to call my teammates. Hi, my name is Antonella Barone. I row for Saratoga Rowing Association. And my uh, question for Christy is, who was the biggest coach that like impacted your rowing career? I'd have to say a nice man named Eric Catalano, who has been on the podcast. He was still my coach, but Kat's been my coach for such a long time. And he's definitely like has impacted my rowing career more than anyone else. But I've been really fortunate to work with tons of of really amazing coaches. And I think the really cool thing about that is that everyone impacts, you know, your career and your trajectory and stuff. Like 
even coaches that I've only worked with for a couple of times, I still remember things that they told me and, you know, they impacted me in some way. So I think that it's a combination of, you know, a lot of different people and it's, it takes a village, right? Like I say, it takes a village to raise a child. Like I think it's the same thing in rowing in any sport. You need a lot of people on your team. So I'm very grateful for everybody that has been hard on me on the water, <laughs> tells me that I am not rowing that well <laughs> and encourages me to row better. My name is Avery. I row for the Lennox crew team and I'm wondering what do you think about during races? I try not to think too much and I try to just think about like the stroke I'm on and the part of the race that I'm in. I try not to think about, you know, if it's going badly or it's going well, like not to get too caught up and not think about the finish line and the end result, but just think about like what's currently happening. And I try to think like technical cues, if I'm bowing and I'm kind of calling the race, like knowing what different things to say. If I'm again calling the race, like I'll try to pick up on maybe something that could help us. Um, and if we're, you know, sensing the shift in momentum, like calling that out. But I try to just be really focused on like what's currently happening and not try to get too like any which way. And I definitely try not to think about how much it hurts because that just doesn't help anyone. And then when all else fails, I just start counting <laughs> and I'll count to 10. And if that doesn't work, I'll count to seven. And if that doesn't work, I'll count to five. So <laughs> counting can help when you're really in the weeds. Hello, I'm Rachel Harmon. I'm a senior rowing for Saratoga Rowing Association. And my question for Christy is, what is the biggest disappointment you faced in your rowing career? Whew, I don't know. I think that I've had a lot of setbacks, but I think the important thing is not to get bogged down in the setbacks and to just kind of ride the waves as they come. But I've definitely had a lot of really frustrating things. My sophomore year of college, I rode in the varsity eight at Yale and we just had a really disappointing end to our season. And I think I personally handled it pretty badly, like the aftermath of it. So I think my my disappointment maybe wouldn't even be like the results, even though that was not fun, but it was like how I responded to the result. So I think it taught me a lot in, you know, it's sort of not how you fall, but it's how you get back up. And now when things don't go the way I want them to, like I try to have a somewhat better response and also like not sit in it too long. So if something didn't go well, like yeah, it's okay to be upset, but don't let it drag on and don't let it like become a habit. Hello, I'm Schaefer Kropke. I go to Lenox Memorial High School and uh, I want to know how early you wake up in the morning. I wake up at different times depending on when practice starts. I say I wake up about 90 minutes before practice starts. So if practice starts at 7, I wake up about 5.30. If practice starts at 8, I wake up about 6.30. So it just kind of depends what we're doing and where practice is. Also, like how much of a commute I have. Sometimes the commute is much shorter. Sometimes it's much longer. But I do like to eat a full breakfast. So I can't just wake up and roll out of bed and get on the water for two hours. I need to eat. And I also need to do all of my stretching and prehab and all that stuff, which takes a little while. So yeah, I'd say between 90 minutes and two hours, usually around 90 minutes before, before we start. Hey, this is Morgan Stair. And I am wondering... How fast can you launch? 
That's a good question. Um, I can do it very quickly. I sometimes lollygag a bit. So if there's nobody on the dock and I'm, you know, not, there's practice isn't about to start. I have a few minutes. Sometimes I'll be a little slow. I'll put my oars in slowly. I'll take my shoes off slowly, get everything situated. Maybe I'll do an extra stretch. But if I have to, I think I can do it pretty quick, like under a minute. And same thing getting off the dock. Like when we come back in, I can, if there's a lot of people and there's a line, I can do it lickety split. I tend to wear shoes that are pretty easy to put on too, like no laces. So it's pretty, pretty quick. Hi, I'm James Pohl uh, with Oak Neck Rowing. Uh, but my question for Christy is, what would you tell a young rower who's just, who's just starting out and who has the goals of striving to go to the Olympics? I would just say that that's awesome. And don't let anybody tell you that your goals aren't valid or that you can't achieve them. I think that really anybody can do anything they set their mind to. And it might take longer than you think, but that's okay. Um, but I'd also say to just live in like whatever stage you're in. And that's something I think I've been really grateful for. Like when I was in high school, I just lived in high school and I cared about my high school races and my high school team and, you know, all of that stuff. And then the same thing in college, like very focused on that stage and doing what I was doing for the good of the team that I was on and, you know, all of that. And then in elite rowing, like being focused on that. So, and, and not getting bogged down maybe with where you've been or where you want to go, but just what can I do today that's going to make me the best version of myself and make me a little bit better than yesterday. And like, that's not to say that you're seeing improvement every day because that would be kind of crazy, but it's more that you're getting the most out of yourself that day. And I think then it's also much more manageable. Like, okay, I know I can do my workouts today. I know I can do this one workout right now. I know I can do this one piece right now. And like, that's so much less scary than saying, I got this whole season in front of me. I have a whole year in front of me. I have four years in front of me. Like that's overwhelming. So I think just breaking it down into bite-sized chunks and having intermediary goals on the way to the big goal is how you end up achieving really great things. So those were really awesome questions. And thank you to all of our awesome listeners that uh, asked them. I think that they were really fun and if you have other questions, be sure to send them in because it's super fun to ask, answer our listeners' questions. So before I leave you this week, I'm just going to leave you with a quote of the week. I think my quote of the week is from Wolfgang Riebe, and he said, no one is perfect. That's why pencils have erasers. So with that, I hope you all have a great week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. I'd love to hear from you. So send us a topic suggestion or if you'd like to submit a question for our Ask Christy Anything segment, head to our website, theother3years.com. <laughs>